Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves a sour taste in our mouths. The pepper is the hot topic that has everybody talking. And the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. I'm Bethany. And I'm Christina. Welcome back. Thank you. I we have, have nothing, nothing to, to cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because we're not really drinking that much lately. Not really. Not really. And you know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like I try to make myself or no wait, no, that sounds bad. But sometimes what? I have a little wine before I go to bed. Yes. But it's not like I'm drinking on the weekend at all. No, I, I did drink on Saturday. I had like too much to drink on Saturday. How did you feel? Terrible. Aww. I felt awful. Yeah. And I thought so. <laughs> I did not miss that. I don't miss that feeling. And I was just like, all right, cool. Solid. Uh, got that out of my system for yeah. a while. <laughs> for a good while. I did bring you that. Do you remember that coconut beer that I brought you that one time? It's to my called, house? Yeah. It's got like the 70s. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. I brought yes, you yes, one yes. of those. Ooh. Yeah. I'll have that this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so we are back. We had like a little baby hiatus. I won't even call it that, but really, um, we've just been off social media. <laughs> Facts. I can't, I honestly keep forgetting. Like, I don't miss social media, to be honest with you. Like, I thought I would. Occasionally, I'm like, I wonder what they're doing on TikTok. But my TikTok corner has been very dry for the past month. Yeah. And we truthfully did make like a little pledge or like, you know, a commitment to not be on social media at least for a month. And I think I can probably continue that actually for Mm -hmm. a little while. It's coming up on our month hiatus. Mm -hmm. Will you get back on in the month or will you just like see how far you could take this? Um, I have done, there's been like positive this has been a positive change. Like I'm a lot more productive and I guess it's cliche because people, we all know the stats, like there's research about how much time people spend on their phones, on their devices. And so it's just shocking how much things, how much you can get done when you're not spending hours and hours of your day on social media and not even like, Oh, like six consecutive hours, even though I've, That's probably happened before. Yeah. But even if it's not like six consecutive hours, even if it's like six hours out of the day, those six hours really add up. And like I finish my work a lot faster Mm. or, you know, I don't know, like just there's just time for so much more, which I am appreciating right now. I feel like my decision to not be on social media is I was really getting annoyed Like, I was feeling myself getting annoyed by the things I saw on social media. Mm, Like what? Like, give me an example. Oh, okay. I'm going to use a term that the kids are using these days, but... They're probably not, because it's been a whole month since you've been on social media. So they're probably using a different word. They're saying something else. (laughs) But the cap that I saw on social media was really annoying. Is this capping from, like, celebrities? Like, people that you don't actually know, or capping from people you know? People I know, oh, and it was shit. so annoying. Oh, like, that's cringy. Ew. That's cringy. Like, I was just, I was more of a 
I think in general, my social media presence is that of an observer. Mm-hmm. I interact right sometimes, yeah. but I'm much more of an observer. Mm-hmm. So I would just like see people saying certain things or like doing certain things. And I'm like, I know you're not even having fun, dog. Oh, Who is this no. for? Who are you fooling? It's not me. I see straight through it. And it was annoying me to a point where it's like if this is annoying to you why are are you you continuing to Mm -hmm. be here and then it was also the pressure to be let's talk about it more active on social media okay pressure to be more active on social media i felt like I never really felt pressure to be more like involved in social media because I like like that enigmatic air of like popping in and popping out. But I, I did feel pressure to like, just be a certain stuff. To be enigmatic. Maybe, maybe because maybe we talked about this, but I would feel like, I'm going to get more engagement if I'm not here all the time. Mm, and that was that's important a, that's to me. That's like a reverse influencer yeah. effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has anyone coined that? Yeah, if not, we did know. it here on Lemon Pepper White. You heard it first. Uh, you heard it here first. So that and just like the typical like bad girl aesthetic, like Instagram influencer aesthetic, like needing to have certain things or like I mean for a while I feel like I was like heavily like looking at luxury items like oh I'm Mm -hmm. gonna buy these Prada boots or Mm -hmm. I'm gonna buy this Dior canvas bag so if y'all wanna um anyway (laughs) but now that I don't see it every day like nobody that I hang out with is pressed about have wearing labels and I'm generally not either, but being on social media made me really influenced me to feel like, okay, this is what the hot girls are doing and I want to be a hot girl. Um, Okay. When I say the pressure to post, mm -hmm. I think I probably take the same approach on my personal social media, Mm -hmm. but it was more so the photography page. Like I was feeling like, okay, you have to, post like this or you have to say this or these are the hashtags or instead of what was meant to be something more like fun and me expressing my creative side a little bit more Mm -hmm. in one place that had not really anything to do with me Mm -hmm. but things that I create it felt more like pressure to create in a certain way Mm -hmm. or post in a certain way or be present in a certain way Yeah, and so that was like freaking me out like why is this I don't even know why I feel some type of way about it I don't know I think too there is like kind of a background buzz about how social media can be so beneficial for marketing and advertising it kind of makes you feel like I know even with the with the podcast page (laughs) we have to have this specific layout I feel like we're kind of like stuck in this format because we started out with this like oh we want it to be like aesthetic and we want people to like really like love what we're doing I don't even know if it's that great but you know it's (laughs) just like I don't know it's just like you won't get on if your Instagram isn't popping like people are not going to consume your content if your Instagram isn't popping which I don't know that that's true because like we didn't always have Instagram and like people are still popping so 
I don't oh. know. I guess there there is kind of an organic factor of like growing growth and like growth in your creative field that gets kind of snubbed out by IG and IG analytics. And really the algorithm. The algorithm, yeah. The algorithm runs our lives. Yes. And I I think the key word that I want to live by more with the art, even the podcast, Mm -hmm. which we talk about very candidly, is organic. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel like we have to do anything for some sort of, like, algorithm. Yeah. It's It's not going to be good if it's not organic. Very, like, AI, Truman Show-esque. It's like, it's like, this the way that my brain thinks about other people's perception of me, especially in a digital age, is not like anything I could have ever imagined when I was like just fifteen or sixteen. Right? Like, I did not. We didn't have this. We shit. didn't have it, and so I just did not assume that I would care about what people thought about me on the internet or like the the image that I put out to the world via the internet. Like right. that that avatar mm-hmm. just didn't it didn't exist for me like i never considered that as a kid i don't know it's just weird it's just weird how lo- the whole world will just fucking change like cultural shifts okay we have not asked the audience a question in quite some time the dab of ranch the dab of ranch okay. it might be coming back oh okay because i have a question i want to know how much everyone's social media present how much thought they put into it mm-hmm. and what one. is it influenced by y'all gotta be honest though i want honest answers because we just were very honest yeah just now so i want i want that conversation to happen because yeah. i'm interested like it's it's something we don't talk about and we just assume like it is what it is mm-hmm. like this is me my mm-hmm. and so, like hey i just met you what's your ig yes. type of thing so it's your representative like what is that influenced by are you are you a person that thinks about what you post are you an organic poster mm-hmm. do you have an aesthetic do you prefer an aesthetic mm-hmm. as a form of like creative expression mm-hmm. is your aesthetic a creative expression for you and not like just to go along with the popular thing. Mm. Good I question. But Great question. <laughs> the theme of this show, of this episode, is going to be everything we've accumulated while we were off social media. Yes. So we, instead of being told what's popping or like what is the headline, mm-hmm. for the most part, this is just stuff that we've come across. Mm-hmm. In the interim. Yeah. So, um, the first up, I'm going to say it is, I think we should just get the lemon out of the way because it's not a great thing. Okay. But um, (laughs) just last week or two weeks ago, there, uh, a terrorist, I want to call him a terrorist. He is a terrorist. Um, He decided that because of his personal disgust of his sex addiction, This man decided to visit multiple Asian spas in the Atlanta metro area. Um, He decided to open fire, um, resulting in killing eight people, Mm -hmm. six of which were Asian women. Mm -hmm. And um, 
very recently and I think at the beginning of the coronavirus when that former president was calling it the China virus, there was an increase in violent acts against Asian people. And so I know people aren't trying to call this a racially charged incident, but I can't help but say it is. It definitely is. I mean, I think Crystal from The Read brought up a good point. Um, He could have gone to any white strip club. He could have gone to... I mean, there are so many forms of um, sex work Mm -hmm. that is engaged in by so many different races and classes of people, but you chose this one. And and I believe he chose this this specific form is because he was getting those sexual favors or sex work, sex acts at Asian spas. Okay, so his Asian fetish led him to be a murderer of Asian people. Right. So Exactly. <laughs> and and this is this is not to say that oh we would prefer it be white sex workers no no this is just to clarify that i don't think you can separate this from a a crime that was absolutely a racially charged like what it what is it called a hate crime hate crime yeah Yeah. a hate crime against asian people like i don't think that the distinction exists like i mean it's not like oh he just randomly did this thing yeah i don't think so It was definitely premeditated. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, when that story came out, I was immediately just disgusted. Like, I know we kind of joked about it within our own group chat Mm -hmm. about the, like, post-nut clarity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. after, like, consuming any kind of... (laughs) Yeah, uh, like, pornographic material. (laughs) Y'all know what we're talking about. You already know. You already know. But, you know... We're not taking it to the point of committing mass murder. Right. Like, that is something that you need to deal with personally yeah. or with a therapist or somebody yeah. else. But your your self-hatred should not be taken out on other people. Innocent lives. And I think that that absolutely, like, the definition could... I think the definition of self-hatred would not require that one inflict violence on other people if you truly hated oneself. Like, yeah, you, it, it's no longer a self-hatred. Right, <laughs> right. The underlying issue here is your problem or your issue with this race of people. I'm, I, I cannot. You can't come away from that. No. Fact. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't know. That was definitely um, one of the most lemony things that. um, Yeah. And there was also the um, shooting in Boulder, Colorado. Wasn't there? Yes. At a supermarket. Oh, it was Aurora, Colorado, where they had the. the uh sandy hook no the that was movie theater yes that was aurora colorado and i was like was that also boulder colorado but it wasn't but then also wasn't columbine no that was ohio i don't even know girl okay the fact that we have to get our mass murders together (laughs) (laughs) to figure out is is really saying something and 
there was some figure. I know we say we're gonna get better about our facts, but <laughs> there was some figure that saying that saying um the mass murder rate has increased this year, and they were connecting it to people getting the vaccine like now they're feeling more emboldened to go out in public and like be in these spaces where they could mass murder people like things are starting to open back up slowly but i don't know about that because most mass murderers end up dead like and i think a lot of them go into it knowing that That honestly that or that they're going to die or you know then like inflict a, a what is it self-inflicted murder wound on themselves suicide <laughs> yeah yeah that they're gonna commit suicide at the end of it like i don't think most mass murderers think that they're gonna walk away scotch-free anyway so i think I don't, the white ones do you think so i do yes the absolutely. white ones are the, are the only ones <laughs> Sniper wasn't white, but I guess it's not a mass murder. That was a, a sniping. He was sniping, just like picking people off. Okay, it's not funny. This is not funny. <laughs> this is not funny, but I guess I don't know any black mass murderers, is the fact of I'm the sure matter. I'm sure there's some out there, but. If um, I really dug deep enough, I'm sure I'll find one. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We. We probably need to do more research about that. Get into the mind of a mass murderer. Like I'm good. <laughs> I don't even love like the trend of like murder podcasts. I haven't. I me either. I thought that that would some that would be something you would be interested in. Uh, no, I'm more so into like scary unreal goblins. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Halloween chick. I'm not like real murder. Because no. those are real families left behind with the yeah. fact that there was murder that mm-hmm. happened to them. So I'm not really using, like, any kind of real crime as entertainment because it's just, like, making me feel weird. Yeah. I you agree. know? I t- 100% agree with that. Yeah. Like, I did go through a phase of, like, watching Snapped. Oh, yeah. That was good, though. <laughs> Crimes of passion? Crimes of passion committed by women specifically. Yeah. I think that was a little bit more interesting just because of what the statistics are. It's like, okay, we know men are gonna kill people, we know men are gonna kill women. Like But but then women also like kill in different ways. They're Mm -hmm. not as like um violent. Violent. Yeah, they're like poisoning. Yeah, they're definitely more stealthy with their murders mm, and stuff. Most of the time. I don't know. Like, it just leaves, like, a, it leaves a sour taste in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> murder shit for entertainment. Like, maybe that's why people mass murder. Oh, I don't know. For, for the no- notoriety. Yeah, I think of there's course. something there's to that. All, there's copycat murders all the time. Oof. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's, what's more depressing not more depressing than people dying, but what the other like super luminy fact is, is that when you think about gun control laws and how weird and fucked up they are mm-hmm. and like that allow people to be able to like kill masses of people like with certain kinds of weapons, it's just like why why is that even the case? Like why is this a conversation? Mm-hmm. Why is it like you can just have an assault rifle just for fun in a city. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you hunting in a city besides people? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Ugh, okay. Definitely lemon. I mean, my small little lemon wedge is the pollen that we're experiencing <laughs> Yo, right now. That, it's, it literally looks like a whole entire lemon outside. There, there. I, I don't think I've ever seen this much pollen. I'm we serious. We say this shit every Do year. We? Like, it's so funny. People in Atlanta or Georgia really, we're so, uh, we have so amnesia. much amnesia, <laughs> weather amnesia. Like, every time it gets cold in January, we're like, damn, it ain't never been this cold before. <laughs> when last year it snowed. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Every time March, April run comes around, it's like, damn, there's a whole lot of pollen outside. Like, we don't live this life. Oh, my God. Like, I feel... Honestly, though, as a chronic asthmatic, yes. I surprisingly don't have too many seasonal allergies, so the pollen does not just murk me every time I walk mm-hmm. out of the house, thankfully. Yeah. But I feel bad for y'all that I feel bad for you. Like I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm stressed and struggling. And my my allergy symptoms come in the form of like very, very dry eyes, mm-hmm. itchy eyes, mm-hmm. and then like that pollen fatigue and just like headache and like I just get itchy everywhere it's just nasty that sounds gross it's nasty Mm. so I will be popping the Claritin uh every 24 hours because I need to live on the dot yeah okay so moving on to our pepper it's I love this because Christina doesn't know anything that I've written down But you'll know exactly what we're talking about. So, okay, I want to first jump to the Megan and Harry interview. Okay, yeah, I know it's been a minute since this has happened, but that shit was... I was glued to the TV screen. I don't know if that's considered social media, like just a news special. It was CBS. Okay, fine. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, I was glued to my TV screen, and my greatest takeaway was just like okay they're racist and like (laughs) i i don't know how this was and people in the brits they seem to be the most shocked like which is so interesting okay you know what i will say is that there's a lot of mixed race people over there Mm -hmm. like the i feel like there's a lot of mixture so Maybe the racism isn't so forthright unless it's, I don't know. I don't want to talk for them, but that's just my thinking. There's a lot of mixed race people there. So she is also mixed race. So maybe it wouldn't be like, oh, they're being racist toward her. Uh But I think the overarching thing is that she's also an American person. Right. And she's a TV star. Right. You know, like she was already a celebrity. So there's a couple different factors going into this, but... It's also like, Megan, I know you're mixed, but you still a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. Like, you're American. I mean, <laughs> so. she, I, I, I was shocked. And I mean, I believe her. Like, I'm not saying oh, that I don't believe absolutely. her. But the part about, like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Like, her talking about how she didn't like realize like who she was marrying mm-hmm. almost to be like yeah he's a prince but i i didn't think of him that way i call bullshit i call because bullshit. every single time oh i know you're at the game a little bit but every single time you go on a date with somebody and you have a name 
you're going to oh yeah look yeah, them yeah. Up. no if if I'm not doing it my friends are doing it yes, like it's I got like, I got standby detectives somebody <laughs> is like hacking on that ass so I I just cannot even begin to think that truly you did not consider the fact that your uh, soon-to-be husband was like a living heir to one of the longest reigning like monarchies on it, the it, planet. I, I feel like okay. I think if I'm gonna give Meg, because we're cool with her, Meg. Fine. If I'm gonna give Meg the benefit of the doubt, I'm gonna say maybe she didn't think it was like for real, for real that deep. Maybe she just thought they were just like figureheads, which they are. She didn't think. She didn't. I don't think she thought that it was like super serious to the fact that they were going to take her phone and like take her passport okay. and like have her on Maybe lockdown. she's like, they're royals, but they're not like, okay. So like from my understanding, and even after all of this, I did not <clears throat> do a deep dive into like the English monarchy. Cause I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But my understanding from my whole life has always been like, they're royals, but they are not like lawmakers or anything mm-hmm. like that. So maybe just that distinction alone was like, okay, how important can they really be yeah. if they're not like off with their head? You know, like if yeah. they don't have that kind of power, but like that fantasy queen king type shit. Yeah, right, 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 mm. right, right. They're not like Game of Thrones in it out yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't those type of royal. I, I don't know. I mean, I. You know, we we've all had naive moments, so I'm not going to like come down too hard on her. But it is kind of like you should have done some more research. You should have done some more research. And this is not victim blaming, but (gasps) my experience with mixed race people in the past has been that oftentimes they we all know the story of the house nigga. Like a Mm. lot of times mixed race people think that they are above the same scrutiny or biases or like, um, discrimination that darker skinned black people will receive because they are closer or white passing. Right. So I, I'm wondering, I guess I should say how much of this was that? How much of this was Megan not thinking like she was a regular degular ass nigga that she was going to be like accepted and her baby was going to be accepted with open arms and it was just going to be like a change, a win or like whatever the fuck she thought she was about yeah. to do in there. Like, or that every, the world thought she was about to do like that didn't happen. And I wonder how much of it was because she's a pretty little bright skin girl. And, you know, off the mic, we kind of discussed this and I and I brought up the point of um, her being raised by her dark skin, mother, black mother. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you counteracted mm-hmm. with the fact that that don't matter you because know. in a lot of black families, lighter skin kids get different treatment. Yes, they get shown favoritism and... You know, just like the talk amongst adults as when you are 
a dark-skinned child, and I don't have any light-skinned siblings. I mean, uh, I don't have any light-skinned cousins. Like, for mm-hmm. the longest, I was an only child. So yeah. I never really had that, like, right-in-my-face comparison. But in, like, school and social circles and play circles, like, you still see it from yeah. other adults. Like, oh, she's so cute. Her hair is so beautiful. Oh, my gosh, she's going to be so pretty. She's going to be a model. She's going to be a blah, 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 blah. And darker skinned black children don't get that same kind of coddling and petting nope. and you know it's just it, it not it is what it is it's sick it's but fucked up. And, <laughs> and even um like darker skin i know once again a study that was studied <laughs> that i have no backup for but you just have to trust me <laughs> there was research that was showed that showed that darker skin boys mm-hmm. get treated worse in school like they get labeled as bad kids yeah or like not as smart or there's the study <laughs> the baby doll study that oh, everybody yes. knows about okay we know that one everybody knows that study when you see these young children ranging from all different ages of like that they can speak and comprehend which baby is the bad baby and they all choose the black baby yeah. like even the black kids choose the black baby right so it's like these are very deeply ingrained like principles and ideas in in society like cross cultures cross races so mm-hmm. i just wonder how much of those inherited like um you know biases had she like held on to growing up and like how did that inform the way that she moved as a person throughout society in her life and like how much of her looks got her to Marrying a prince. Marrying a prince. Although, I mean, honestly, I feel like Prince Harry would have scooped him <laughs> up a sister regardless. You, I think he would have scooped him you up a might sister be regardless. Right, but I it, think, if she was dark-skinned, it would have been crazier. It would have been crazier. Or it but might not think, even have happened. I think he may have known already what the fucking deal was with his family and you know, he all held the queen, his grandmother, to death on yeah. that fucking like uh it's interview grandma. it's his grandma but your grandma's still racist son like your grandma and so your you daddy think, okay do you think when the the one that the one fact that like blew everybody away was somebody in the family um wondering how dark Archie would be. Okay. Which I'm I also think, like, hello, Archie is like a fourth, he's a little droplet of a black person. One drop it's a it's the one drop, but But yes, he was not gonna be dark skinned by by any stretch. No, it would have been a shock to everybody. <laughs> that would not have been Harry's baby if it yeah. was dark skinned. Yeah. But I okay, first of all, I I always like hate when people fiend like shocked and surprised and appalled because white people do this shit all the time too. Yeah. Like oh, I'm so I'm as dark as you are, or like oh, like God. that's not an uncommon thing. Or like white people asking black parents if light skinned children are their children and yes, all sorts of shit. Like they wonder about that shit. So that wasn't shocking. What the shock who, for me? I think it was his dad. For sure. Okay, the shock from the the sentiment wasn't shocking. The shock is that they told us. That. Okay, yes, that was. That's shocking. where I was shocked. They that were, was first shocking. of all, Oprah was living. Yes. <laughs> Oprah was like, and yes. that what? Yes. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> 
like, wait. And she knew because Oprah wasn't shocked either. She's Oprah. Like, Oprah done known and seen it all. She the street. She was at the wedding. (laughs) Oprah might be a fucking royal in her own right. Right. But she's black royalty at the very least. Or most, really. (laughs) Right. But um, I loved, like, there was nobody better to do that interview. Like, I can't. There couldn't have been anybody else. Yamla wasn't going to do it. Hell no. You keep a Yamla away. But okay, yeah, the shock that they spilled that much tea is what got my yes. ass. I don't know who said it. I thought it was the dad or they, even the grandfather. Yeah, possibly. I don't remember if it was the grandma. Like, oh, Dusty ass quite herself. I feel like, like she has, she ain't new to this. She true to this. I don't so think. So she knows better. Yeah, she, just she would knows not have. better than to like. Whoever if she did it say was, it, she knows better than to let it get out. Okay, that whoever it was obviously never intended for Megan or the rest of the world for that matter to hear, but they uh but they said it to Harry. So it was mm-hmm. like you didn't think he was going to tell his wife? Yeah. Okay. Or you also, didn't think he was going to find offense, like take offense to, to that? his child. Yeah. This is not <laughs> I don't I don't understand. They stripped him of his poor little Archie. They stripped him of his birthright. That wow. shit. And that was like, oh, now, you know. Now, wh- what is, What other questions do you have? If that don't tell you they're racist, they literally, the one great grandchild, all of them are princes and The ones princesses. before and after him. Yes. And all of them have titles. Archie was going to be the only fucking child and for no reason at all yeah. for zero no one ever gave a reason that as to why sad. i know it's like fairy tale fake whatever it doesn't matter but mm-hmm. that made me sad for archie yeah i and mean then, and to not give him like drink every time he we don't have protection we don't, <laughs> we don't have, have the protection. protection but honestly that that's a little scary like, that is a little scary especially i mean i was just thinking about beyonce <laughs> our queen the other day yeah like and her princess and princesses yeah. like her prince and princesses and i was like i can imagine like being so notarized and being like so wealthy and in the public eye and a household fucking name yeah can be scary because and i think britney spears said this in an interview one time and she was like imagine going to another country that you've never been to and people are coming up to you in the street like they know you yeah so it's like if a random stranger was like britney like super familiar and that happens all over the world with mm. millions of people like how fucking scary that would be and as we discussed earlier there are some fucking psychos out there so exactly like i can't imagine being on that being that caliber you know and not having someone to say like okay step the fuck off or like if a mob comes up mm-hmm. that can probably is terrifying That's frightening. uh not even to not to mention this is both of their first children yeah so there's like a a level of concern already like not saying that parents don't care about the second child but you know it's a big thing to have your first child right but also under the the veil of celebrity and notoriety like that just seemed so wild that they thought that was okay to take away their security security they took away the prince of what? Cambridge? Who? Who is he the prince of? I don't know. Wales? Okay. Who's that? 
Wells. They took away Harry's like security. They took away they took away Harry's um like military titles as well. Because yes. let's not forget, like that was his Job. career. Yeah, yeah, that was his and it's job. so weird because it's like, damn, if they would do that to their own blood, their own kin, like, they, they really didn't give, give a, a shit fuck about, about y'all. <laughs> like, at all. They really was like, you know what? Take you and your black-ass wife and your black-ass child and get the fuck out. Like, they literally were like, we don't give a... We've disowned you. And yeah. I mean, I know that they were trying to make it, like, really, um, really diplomatic and, like, no, Because, we, I mean, at the end of the day, this is... This is like some family shit. <laughs> like there's family it, drama. Yeah, it's family drama. Like you know, this is Harry's like sibling. Like yeah. he doesn't have a mom anymore, mm-hmm. and she died in a very tragic way because of the firm and the whatever. paparazzi and yeah. like not being protected and all this exactly shit. because of this system. Yeah, and so I could totally see his fear of seeing history repeat him yeah. repeat itself and he's always been very vocal about mental health mm-hmm. and you know a big advocate for that so that was my second takeaway like harry is writing for his woman yeah and i love to should, see it as, I love he to, as he should but i love to see it because it must take a lot of um courage to stand up against that the monarchy one. the monarchy your family <laughs> your crown. grandma the crown your 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 brother your dad your uh, grandfather yeah. like yeah. all of that i mean <laughs> they watched the crown i thought that was hilarious so much exposing like the tabloids and the relationship that the tabloids play with the monarch like oh we have this buddy buddy like you guys shoot us well we'll treat you well kind it's of thing so, it's so dark it's it dark-sided dark. yeah and i don't that, know what they got what, going on like that gets me back to my point about the security and they didn't have protection like i would imagine like they have to think about fucking ransom like yeah. you know like stealing your child for a certain amount of money or just like weird shit that people do like kids get kidnapped all the time you know Ooh, scary scary anyway okay thank, that got weird thank but. god for <laughs> tyler, tyler perry, perry. <laughs> <laughs> tyler perry and harpo they literally saved the day they did tyler it? perry thought that tyler perry would have been like the hero in the story no one not me that's for damn Yo. sure when they were like yeah tyler perry put us up in this place i was like Whoa. talk about started from the bottom now i'm here uh, Medea? he saved he saved the crown Medea saves the crown <laughs> that's, a, that's another movie <laughs> okay so my next Pepper, uh-huh. we're gonna move into a musical sh- scope. Okay. Um, last night we went down a rabbit hole of watching music videos, and we watched Lil Nas X's oh, yeah. latest video for his song called Montero. Parentheses, call me by your name, or call me by his my name. name. I don't know somebody's name. Um, thoughts. What were your thoughts on the video? I was. Okay, if I'm going to be completely honest... Go for it. I just don't ever anticipate seeing black men in media, like, truly express themselves in queer fashion. Like, Hmm. I just... So... As progressive as I am, I was shocked. I was like, okay. oh, he's really out here, like, in drag, like, thigh-high boots, giving laugh dances. Like, 
Twirling on poles. Twirling on poles. I'm here for it, absolutely. But it was just surprising to Mm -hmm. see. And it was fun. It was an adventure. I liked the video. I didn't dislike the video. The costumes were great. Like, graphics or whatever you call them. CGI CGI was was something. Yeah. And so that was all fine. I have nothing bad to say about it. I probably need to go back and listen to what the fuck he's talking about. But I I just saw it as a form of self-expression that we don't often see from black men in music, especially those that kind of crossover into that rap. I know he's not really a rapper, but he's a rapper. rapper. You know what I mean? So it's like, just pushing. I guess is he a rapper? I think he's a rapper. I think he's a rapper. He might be a pop rap artist or a country. I've pop never rap really artist. stopped. Okay, this is a this is a bias of mine coming out. Like I just saw. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna do myself like that. Look, I don't know what he what what category he's in because I thought he was a country artist at first with old town road but that i mean he's unboxable he's as we saw clearly (laughs) he's unboxable and i i kind of it's like fine okay now you're making it very clear that you're just gonna do whatever you want to do and you can't be put in a box and i think that that's pretty dope so i thought it was cool i mean okay for for me myself i think I've always thought of Lil Nas X as like a troll, as a troll, like one of the best <laughs> internet yeah, yeah. trolls. Like he's young. He comes from that very like dot com, like, yes. you know, social media yes. age. And like, that's just usually how he, that's his means of communicating. Mm-hmm. That's how he got famous, honestly, was from the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's what I got from the video. Like, I think it was definitely a smart move to get the people talking. Uh-huh. It gets the people going. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't know why they like it, but it gets the people going. So there was that. And then second, I was like, this satanic shit, it, like the themes of the video were very religious. Like it starts like him at a tree mm-hmm. visited by himself as a snake. Mm-hmm. Fucking pulling down to, to hell, hell yeah twerking on the devil yeah and like there was a lot of that and i'm like i don't know what the song's about but no. i see what i see what i'm seeing and i feel like that is gonna have some backlash i'm sure it is and like you said i think there is a certain like shock value that was like reached for with the video mm-hmm. like for certain but um i think in this day and age why not like do you you know like Like if you're a smart artist you want the people to talk whether it's good or bad no i'm not saying whether it's good or bad but i think in situations like this you can't this is not the first time we've seen depictions of satanic like features in music like Mm -hmm. that's not new but i'm just saying like you can't please everybody, you know what I'm saying? But if you want something that's like, I, like I said last night, I was enthralled. Like, I could not take my <laughs> we, we, eyes we off the watching, TV. <laughs> we watched the video in silence until he got on the stripper pole. And then it was like, <gasps> there was an audible gasp. Like, well, oh, okay. I was more like, <laughs> the thigh-high boots were for me. Like, they were like patent leather, six-inch. Like, I was like, shit, okay. I gotta step my game <laughs> 
<laughs> he motivated you. He motivated me. <laughs> His level of bad bitchery was like uh, too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, I'm not as bad of a bitch as yeah. Lil Nas X. Exactly. Precisely. I think like... As, as far as, like, the depictions of, like, there are so many religious pe- people, especially here in the state, all over the world, actually. Yeah. So many religious people. So I see how that can be, like, a little touchy for some. Um, but for me personally, like, where I hold religion right now, it didn't, like, hit me like it may have when I was, like, 12. Like, I might have okay. been like, okay, this is something you don't do. Like, yeah. you don't fuck with this. Like, yeah. now it's just like, that's you, bro. Like, I may not be twerking on the devil anytime soon, but... <laughs> I don't want to. I, if you want to twerk really on the in devil, my future like, plans. go right ahead. <laughs> okay, so I dug a little bit deeper. Uh-huh. Um, shout out to new friend of the pod, um, Emmanuel. He pointed out that... Uh, new friend of the pod and huge sneakerhead. He pointed <laughs> out that in the scene where he is twerking on a devil, the devil being Lil Nas, like another, the only people in the video were Lil Nas X. Yeah. Like just Versions iterations of, of himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. So he was also the devil and the devil was wearing some Air Max 97s, but they were like Satan Air Max 97s. And so there was a huge controversy with these Air Max um, because they have, you know, the satanic symbol, that star thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then they have some, like, you know, writings like 666 and da 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 So anyway, the shoes are made by a brand called Mischief, and that's spelled M-S-C-H-F. And this brand made 666 pairs of the shoes. Mm-hmm. They're being sold, or they were being sold because um, update, they sold out in less than a minute. Wow. But they were being sold for $1,018. That's 1018. Mm-hmm. And that relates to Luke 1018, which is a verse about Satan being cast out of heaven and becoming the devil. Okay. Um, so there's a part of the shoe that's like red and they said that they made it with ink and one blood. drop of blood. Whose blood? I don't know whose blood, but somebody's mm, blood I don't was like that. put into okay. that, that I don't like. Okay. Because that, that's on some like sacrificial shit. Like I'm not into that IRL. Yeah. And so the shoes... Like, much more than the video. I mean, the video definitely caused some, like, controversy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there were parents talking about, oh, my kid loves Old Town Road. I'll never let them listen to you again. Mm-hmm. And Lil Nas X was like, okay, well, Old Town Road was about drinking lean and fucking hoes. So mm-hmm. you really weren't listening to the music right. anyway. Right. You know, like, all this, like, fake I'm not a Lil Nas X fan it's like you jumped on a bag- bandwagon of a catchy song, but you weren't listening to my other music. Right. Like, I'm not a child artist. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, the music video caused controversy. Then the shoes were a whole nother brand of controversy. Wow. So there was just a lot of back and forth and like a lot of athletes were like, okay, now you're taking it too far when you're bringing it to the sneakers. Oh, like, God. leave Air Max like, out of it. Like, they have commodified sneakers, I guess. I guess. That's Whatever. Whatever. I mean, long story short, Nike is suing the company over, because oh. it's not a Nike right, product. Right, it's right. as if, um, you know, like, if 
I would give you some Air Forces and you were to just draw all over them. them. sell them. Yeah. Which a lot of people fucking do. Which a lot of people do, yeah. but it's the devil aspect that has Nike. Yeah, Nike like, gotta keep their name clean, with, clean of that. Yeah, they do. And so, um... I looked up the brand, and this is this is where I'm just like, the social media thing is like really <laughs> fucking us up. So the brand is known for doing drops like this. Uh-huh. Like they had a drop that was called Birkenstock, mm-hmm. where they made Birkenstocks out of Birkin bags. Yes. Oh, I think I remember this. They made Birkenstocks out of the leather of Birkin bags, and we all know how much Birkin bags cost mm-hmm. to make a fucking hippie shoe, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And then they did, um, oh man, they had another kind of art installation where they made an account called Death of an Influencer. Uh-huh. And it was like a social media influencer died. They didn't follow anybody. They but it didn't wasn't post a real anything. influencer. No. Okay. They just do these kind of like, really jarring mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a if it's a commentary on society yeah, or whatever kind of Banksy esque yes yes, yes 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 so yes. it just it just goes in line with Lil Nas X's trolling. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's like, y'all get me. You Come see, on, you see let, what it let is. Put these shoes in my, in my video. Yeah, thousand eighteen dollars. The shit sold out in less than a minute. Y'all niggas got bread. I'm trying to get a three thousand dollar PPP loan. <laughs> first of all, like first of all, that there's like real shit really happening. But it's also like I, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. that this whole thing turned into like okay, but it's working. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that that's what they, the old saying goes. Uh, what is it? <laughs> it's so old, you don't know. It's so old, I don't even know. All publicity is good publicity. Ain't no such thing as bad press. Like, you know, if you are a burgeoning, like, star. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to have your fair share of, it's almost like he's controlling the negative things that people are going to say about him. Like. Yeah. If y'all want something to talk about, here you go. Right. Like, we are done talking about you being queer. Yeah. (laughs) Now let's talk about you being a Satanist. Right. And all the Satanic groups are like, yes, Lil Nas X. Yeah. Rock on, you know? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) In other music news, uh, another artist coming under the backlash. Cardi? Yes. It's Cardi. Cardi. Um, but you know, Cardi is just true to her. I, I feel like, okay, what we're referring to is her Grammy performance, right? Yes. Her Grammy performance was a little raunchy, but Cardi is a raunchy person. She ain't never not been that. So it's like... We met her raunchy. We met her, I would say, even more raunchy than she has been in recent years. Yeah. Like, Love and Hip Hop Cardi was raunchy. Yeah. Um, so, again... Not, I'm not pressed by, like you said, the faux shock and like, my children watch primetime TV and whatever the fuck. Like, who cares? The performance itself, <laughs> it was it okay. Wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't care about it. I, didn't I, care I about also it. feel like that little bit that was the raunchy was in there because that's just like kind of her brand a mm-hmm. little bit. 
So if we didn't get that, then it would be like really boring, maybe. Yes. I don't know. I I think I have a problem with like all the black women are so raunchy. They're yeah. so nasty. They're like fucking up our kids and yeah. like I don't know. Like I'm tired of it. It's tiring. It's old. It's like the oldest. Like find something new. Find a new shtick. Like yeah, I I don't know. I wasn't I'll just say I was not offended by her <laughs> grimy period. But I wasn't offended and I wasn't impressed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Somebody I was impressed by was Megan Thee Stallion. Um, on the Grammys, her yeah. performance. It was cute. Her performance was cute. I don't know what it was because I think the baby is it the baby? The yeah. baby did like some like classical rendition of whatever song he performed. I and then Megan also did like some Victorian themed like, and I was like, was "Is that this flapper. a thing?" It was a flapper. I thought it was giving flapper. Okay, maybe I just misread that or I I misinterpreted, but I I don't know. I was fine with it. I was fine with it. I didn't. I wasn't like, "Oh my god." Okay, how did you feel about her winning Grammys? She's so cute. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. happy for her. Like she does more than deserves it, and she was just like a real honest like around the way girl like when she yeah. got up there just like her excitement was so palpable and I was just like rooting for her rooting for everybody black as per usual like mm-hmm. um her little moment with Beyonce was cute and yeah not much to say congrats okay I guess anything less anything short of a congrats <laughs> is entering to hater territory yeah. I just I'm like, would she have won without the Beyonce of it all? Um, but didn't she win? She won Best New Artist. Okay. So that doesn't, that's not Beyonce. No. I think, again, Crystal brought up a good point. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, this was a black year. Like, I think a lot of black people won Grammys. Like, some years. Like, like, guys, all right. It's been a while. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I'm not saying that it wasn't well-deserved by her because we heard Megan nonstop all 2020. This is true. So... She was working hard as fuck, and she kept the people live. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think best new artist is who would who else would have won it? Uh, I'm not even sure. Like it's been a trillion years since the Grammys. I don't even yeah. remember the yeah. categories anymore. Yeah. But um, okay, I want to move into our wet because we're talking about Megan. And we also watched her hottie boot camp Mm -hmm. because we are gym babes now. Oh, God. Are we ever? I'm so strong. (laughs) (laughs) So strong. So skinny. Like, just crushing it. I think one thing that we picked up in the interim of not being on social media Mm -hmm. was getting back to that. Yeah. And I think to circle back for a second, like... 
the pressure of not seeing other women or a certain kind of woman all the time because of the algorithm or because of whatever the fuck I choose to look at. Like, I'm presented with one ver uh, A lot of the times, like, I'm presented with one version of a woman. And I feel like there was pressure for me to feel like I had to look a certain way. So not seeing that has made it a lot easier for me to just like go consistently and not get down on myself. Like if I'm not seeing results right away or not get down on myself, if I decide to have Chick-fil-A today or, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, okay, the change will come when the change will come. The fact is, is that I am doing something X amount of times a week for my health and mm-hmm. not because I want to have a body like this person yeah. or because I feel pressure to look like this person. Um, so, yes, Megan's hottie boot camp. That bitch be working out. That bitch be working out. And I think it's like refreshing to see a celebrity whose body is something that is, like, often celebrated. Mm -hmm. She's showing the work that goes into her looking however she does. Yes. Her eating a certain way. Right. And her working out a certain way. I mean, yes, she's still a celebrity, so all of that shit is accelerated and also made very easy for her by Mm -hmm. having a personal trainer Mm -hmm. who shops for her and comes to her house every day. (laughs) But... (laughs) You made it just seem super unattainable to like. (laughs) Okay, but yes, unattainable in that aspect, Uh like in that um, capacity. Uh But if we're going to go back to us, we're Mm going to go turn camera back on. Mm -hmm. So we don't have those things, but we're still like making that a priority. Yeah. And I'm I'm proud of us for doing that. I'm so proud. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> it's it's been three weeks, but that's a lot. Like that's a lot. We were talking about this earlier. Like, why does it feel different? Like, there's so much like encouragement between not just the two of us. Like, our whole entire house is really on their fitness game right yes. now. So, but there's a lot of like inspirational talk and like encouragement and like I don't know just like focus it feels like yeah and I do like you I think alluding to like the 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 missing like piece of social media just like taking up so much space in our brains and our like eyes yeah it just helps you know <laughs> my to, like, eyes are free yeah, to drive to me to like, the gym <laughs> to help me drive to the gym <laughs> <laughs> right like I just don't have anything else to think about except for like my own personal goals and like my own personal growth you know yes. like that's it I don't have any comparison it's just me you know yeah I I, I definitely think that's like w- one of the main positives to come out of this hiatus yes. like um not seeing other bodies mm-hmm. having the blinders on just to focus on myself we've been reading more oh yeah we've been reading more and i think in the future we want to do like a book club mm-hmm. episode of what we've been reading mm-hmm. so look Stay out tuned. for that but um yeah we've been reading more we've been like talking openly about our goals and like what we're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and whether it's physical or mental or just mm-hmm. financial or whatever like the focus is now shifted back on us and not on other people like right and we're watering I, our own grass <sighs> hallelujah and i did i don't want to lose that which is why i feel like very inspired to like 
If not, okay, because previously I did have like a social media timer on my phone that I always ignored. Always. I never like, more minutes, and yeah, then just and then just like ignore for the rest of the day. Fucking I don't phone. even think I I did the fifteen more minutes. I never gave that a chance. Okay, um, but I I do think like. I'm like inspired to be like, okay, I see how this has had a positive effect on me. So if I do get back on social media, number one, paring down like what I'm seeing, like Mm -hmm. really being careful about the kind of content that I'm consuming and how often and like all yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, But also just like putting a hard boundary on how much time I give social media and like when I'm going to social media, like what am I going here for? Am I going for laughs? Am I feeling bad about myself? And Mm -hmm. now I want to like get in other people's business or, you know, like I think that your mindset when you're on social media, like I can remember times like getting off social media and feeling very bad about myself, like feeling depressed. You know, like feeling tired, exhausted. Like, damn, I gotta go to sleep now. (laughs) Yeah, and then using that as the 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 nightcap. Like, okay, that's usually when I would get on, like right before I went to sleep, which is like or like immediately when I woke up. Yeah, like turn off my alarm. What did I miss? That FOMO was like kicking in real heavy. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. I I will say I did not ever really get on social media in the morning, but probably just because I was late everywhere I went. on social media the night before. (laughs) The night before, yeah. Like I had to get up and like jet out of the house. But um, no, absolutely. I think it's just, it's very eye-opening. I'm encouraging everyone to take a little fast and just see how you feel. Yeah. See how you feel because... I don't even know, like, I don't think I even talked about anything other than social media. Like, Christina's TikTok corner. That's all I would talk about is, like, what I saw on social media. Like, or did you see this on social media? Or, like, like really just investing all of my time in social media is kind of gross. Living through a screen. And you know what? It may sound like we literally never looked up from our phones, but I guess... For me, <laughs> mm-hmm. I wasn't a person that was like always on it all day, every day. Like I would have long stretches where I wasn't on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But then when I did get on it, like I said, like right before bed or like right in the morning mm-hmm. or those times are like when I'm out in public and I'm feeling awkward mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do with mm-hmm. my hands or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would just get on social media, like yeah. stuff like that, like those things that you don't think about as being um problematic yeah problematic (laughs) like personally yeah personal like okay so anyway we've already discussed that but i will say the wet is what's come from not being on i agree with that 100 percent. and we drink in hella water and we drink in hella water (laughs) and we mind in our business Um, do you have anything else you want to add? No, that was fun. I liked not knowing what was coming. Yay. (laughs) Um, you know what? We've getting, we've gotten some action in our email inbox and I'm going to do better about checking the emails. But if you want to talk to us there, you can email us at lemonpepperwetpod at Mm gmail.com. Um, sure. <laughs> you can <laughs> leave us a message on our social media, even though we just bashed it for an hour. Uh, our Instagram is Lemon Pepper Wet. We haven't been on so long, we don't even know. I don't know. You'll look up Lemon Pepper Wet and you might find us. <laughs> uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.